Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are brought to you by Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. All right, Andrew, film study time. Uh, listen, I'm not going to start with Taysom Hill, but he's on the picture and in the headline because anytime we put Taysom Hill in a graphic or in a headline, 9,000 people click on it from everywhere because Taysom Hill is the moneymaker. But I won't start with Taysom Hill. I want to start with the defense and specifically the defensive line. The Saints already have 17 quarterback pressures in two games. Last year, they had 34 all the So that, to me, is an engine that's driving this defense. Why is the defensive line thriving so well after two weeks? Uh, well, I was about to say they're healthy, but that's not even true because Peyton Turner's already hurt. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think if they can stay healthy, it's it's exciting in the sense that um, as as offensive lines get injured and they're more banged up, I mean, we kind of saw this with Carolina, right, where they were missing some guards and um, Ralph, you still there? Yep, I'm here. Go ahead. Okay, I don't know. I just heard a weird noise. Um, but yeah. I think things, I mean, you know, they get weaker opponents, teams that are injured, and they've been able to take advantage of that. So I, I think as the season progresses, they're going to get that. And, you know, I think the biggest problem that they had a year ago is they really had no interior pass rush. It was really poor. David Onyemata was really the only one, and he was kind of disappointing, quite frankly. And everyone else at defensive tackle was kind of hit or miss. Shy Tuttle, 
um, and those other guys. So they kind of revamped, and I feel like what they did at defensive tackle is they got a lot of ascending players. And I think Colin Saunders has always been like a, a pretty good player, decent player, but like he lost a bunch of weight. He really committed himself in the offseason. So like I think while he always had potential, I, I've seen this with NFL players where guys just like get kicked off their previous team and it's like it almost gives them purpose. It gives them something yeah. to prove. It's like, you know, it's almost like you lose your job and you go to the new one, you're like you kind of reinvent yourself. And so I think Saunders did that to a degree. I think Shepard did that to a degree. Uh, I, I thought Shepard was absolutely outstanding, but like we just haven't seen interior pass rush like this. And I think Malcolm Roach is another one who kind of transformed himself in the offseason. So I think there's, and I didn't even mention Brian Brissy yet, but like Malcolm Roach is having trouble getting on the field because yeah. the Saints have a first round pick that's kind of dominating right now. So <laughs> I, I, I just right. feel like right now they're four guys deep. And it's like, if anything, Passigno on passing downs, he's, he's playing on the interior some. And, like, he's a disruptive force coming up the middle on pass rushing down. So, like, they really have five guys that are in this rotation and mix. And they're all playing at a pretty good level. So, I think they're tough to block. I think the Saints are experiencing pocket push like they haven't seen. And so, what that's doing is that's creating stuff for, you know, Cam Jordan has a half sack in two weeks. But he's been very active, more active. And we've seen him in a couple of years. And I, I just think that's because they're not able to put the same kind of attention on him that they used to. So I, I think, you know, some of these unbalanced pass rushes where you can figure out a whole protection plan. We talk about this on this podcast about how like the, the, the pass rushes with like one or two guys that are really scary it is almost less terrifying in the sense that you can come up with a plan to try to take a guy out. It's the pass rushes where you got you a balanced front plus of guys. four, four or five guys. That's why Philadelphia is so hard to block. It's such a pain in the ass when you face them. It's like you really can't double team a guy over here because then you're leaving another guy on an island, and that guy's hard to block. And so I, I think that's kind of what we're experiencing with the Saints right now. Yeah, two things on the defensive line. Um, Saunders for KC. Their fans, when the Saints signed him, they were like, man, we're really disappointed. He's been here for, we drafted him, and he's been here for four years. He's kind of been injured and, in, and inconsistent. We finally saw a little bit of it this past year, but it was his fourth year. We really think he's about to ascend, but we can't, we, we can't see. We got a thousand people to pay and we, we can't pay him. So that, that made me feel really good about that. Yeah. And the other thing is, I remember two years ago, when the Saints, they went, I think they went to New England and you were like, Ralph, I'm going to say something crazy. I think Passigno is their best pass rusher. And then he kind of got banged up. He kind of dipped last year. But we've, it's not out of the blue from him is what I'm saying. It, it, we, we have seen moments where we're like, oh, he's a nice player. Yeah, when he's healthy. And I think they're kind of figuring out his role too, right? It's like figuring out what he does best and when to have him in there and situationally like what works best. So, yeah, I mean, I feel good mm -hmm. with him. I, I think they, they've kind of dialed that in. And I, I just think they have a lot of players that are playing well. I, I think they're kind of getting the best version of Saunders right now. Again, he lost some weight. He's kind of looking like he's moving better than ever. And uh, anyway, I think all that's a big deal. And at the end of the day, 
there's really healthy competition. I think, I think these guys are making each other better. And so, you know, it'd be interesting if a guy goes down, like I said, I, they have about five guys right now that I feel good about at defensive tackle, depending on the situation. I mean, I think, I think there's, there's like seven, eight teams in the NFL that would walk over hot coals for Malcolm Roach at defensive tackle. Like defensive oh, tackle, yeah. any interior pressure. It's like defensive tackles that get interior pressure and offensive linemen that are competent. Teams will do just about anything to get them. Guys, Ralph Marlboro here. You know I take my flavored whiskey very seriously and would never steer you wrong. I want to tell you about Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is a strawberry-flavored whiskey blended with aged wheat whiskey, American light whiskey, fresh strawberries from Ponchatoula, Louisiana. It's 86 proof. Blended and bottled in New Orleans, Louisiana at the Porch Jam Distillery. Hardhide Strawberry Whiskey is not for the thin-skinned. Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey is supporting Saints Happy Hour all football season. So support the people who support the show. Grab a bottle of Hardhide Ponchatoula Strawberry Whiskey today. You can pick up a bottle wherever fine spirits are sold in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Tennessee. To learn more and to find a location to get a bottle near you, go to hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. That's hardhidestrawberrywhiskey.com. Final thing on the defense before we get to the offense. I think the thing that potentially brings this Saints defense to an entirely different level, even of what we thought it was going to be this year. And, and Andrew, look, we have high expectations of this defense. We're like, D- Dennis Allen's been here. This defense has been good for five years. Second half of the year, they were top two. Even if you want to be total snatter, you could argue they were the, the best defense by EPA and that sort of thing since the Pittsburgh game last year. I think it's potentially better than even that. And here's my reason. Two things. Pete Werner and Marshawn Lattimore are playing at the peak of their powers, whatever you want to say, out of their minds. And if Lattimore is going to be this three completions, 30 yards, four pass defense, one interception, if he's going to maintain that level, it's just going to shut down half the field. Teams are just going to just be like, we're not dealing with that. You add that, you add Pete Werner running sideline to sideline. This defense, it beca- it goes from good to murder you with a pillar, murder you with a pillow. Extraordinary. Yeah, I mean, I know they I, they gave up that touchdown late to Carolina. Annoying. I kind of actually, I, I, it was annoying, and I kind of blame it on the play calling more than anything else. I think they just went into prevent, and they were happy to give up, like you know, the the pass in the flat to the running back, keep the clock moving, except he was getting out of bounds a lot. So that, that was really annoying. Like, I, I, I think someone else said this. I think Dave may have said this in our post game. But, like, just just keep playing aggressive. If you give up a – they didn't want to give up, like, you know, the, the deep touchdown ball, like, you know, within, like, 30 seconds of the drive. And so like, that's what they were trying to protect against. They were forcing them to methodically go down the field. And I get that, but, like – I would agree with that if Carolina didn't have corpse at wide receiver. Like, they have dead bodies. They had the dead bodies. Yeah, they, they had chalk. They, they had, you know, like – 
Aiden Hurst. Yeah, like, I also had I also had memories of Lavisca Chenault going oh, for eight eight hundred yards and on one play on the Saints. So, so did Dennis but, Allen uh, apparently. Yeah, like the one time he touched the ball, he kind of he kind of got going. He had some steam under him, and I was like, "Oh my God, Lavisca Chenault! Here we go again. One touch for a touchdown." But uh, you know, I, so anyway, besides that, in the in, Besides, like, a situational anomaly, like, they haven't given up a touchdown all season. And I, I think that's the biggest thing is these drives, even when they kind of get going, the Saints shut them down. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you talk about Pete Warner, you talk about Lattimore, but, like, it's it's just really hard when you stop the run well, you rush the passer well, you cover well, you have playmakers <laughs> in the backfield that get their hands on balls and create turnovers. Like, what are you supposed to do as an offense so – at some point, they will face someone this season, I think, that will. But, like, again, we talked about this on the podcast. Like, who's the best quarterback they face? Who's the best offense they face? The Vikings? Trevor you know, Williams. like, they're – yeah, like – Stafford, Jags, maybe, like but he might be hurt by then. The Rams. You know. like, there's just not – like, they're, they don't face the Bills. They don't face the Chiefs this year. So, like, they don't face the Dolphins. I mean, I don't know, man. Like – I don't know how many teams are going to score that much on the Saints as long as they stay healthy. But, yeah, Pete Werner, Lattimore, like, those guys need to stay healthy. No doubt about it. All right, guys, this is the end of the free version. Thanks for joining us. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com, get the patrons version of the film study, and you get the uh, show without ads. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and become a patron today.